Yo, what's good? Welcome to the Content Cookout, where we highlight and celebrate Black content creators, because if we don't, who will? I'm your host, Keelan King, and you're invited to come along as we dig into the thoughts and creative processes of Black streamers and content creators. This episode, I'm joined by iVillainous, an amazing content creator, designated Twitch hot girl, and of course, villain. iVillainous's Twitch stream is energetic, hilarious, and wild, but never disrespectful. She has a great community and is never afraid to put her opinions right in your face. During this interview, we dig into how she got branded a villain, black influence and character options in games, what she would do to remake the streaming world, and we find out exactly what city she has beef with. It's an insightful and entertaining interview, and I think you'll enjoy it. Let's dig in. So I'm I Villainess. I like to be called Chi-Chi. So if you ever see me around and you don't want to call me Villainess, it is I Villainess. Nothing else, not I Villainese, it's I Villainess. So everybody gets the name mixed up. It's just... um a term for a female villain. And the reason why I say I'm a villain is because a lot of my thoughts and my ideas are a little obscure. Um, I don't go with the grain of what normally people think. I like to think my way. And sometimes, you know, when you don't go with what everybody else thinks, you're the bad guy. And I'll own that. I'll take it. I'll be the bad guy if that's what you guys want me to be. Um, so I play with that a lot. I'm never really intentionally mean or like, you know distasteful. I often say that um, when it comes to villains, right? So we always look at the villains and they're like, you're the bad guy, but we're only looking at it at the point of view of the hero. And I feel like if you ever look at the villain's point of view, you would sympathize and then feel like the villain is not as bad as you may want to think and be on their side too. So it's all about point of view and the um, impression. I feel like that's me too. You're either going to hate me or you're going to love me. A lot of people love me. A lot of people hate me, but it is what it is. Um, I've been gaming since I was little. So just playing video games and stuff like that is like second nature to me. Um, And I talk. So me incorporating gaming and talking at the same time and giving my opinions about stuff that I know about and that I care about, it just became like a thing. And um, I think that's why people like to tune into my channel. I give honest opinions about everything. I don't care. Um, and that's just me at this point. Um, it is what it is. I think I got my name not from gaming though. I got my name definitely from an ex boyfriend. Mm. <laughs> not gonna lie, <laughs> he called me a villain over the phone in the middle of an argument. Oh, and no. I was so tired of, um, I used to go by something that had my real life name in it, and I didn't like that. Okay. And then I just started looking up stuff. And I wanted to be straight up villainous. And the villainous, if you are out there, give me your name. You are taking up a space. Give up so the name. So please give me your name because I just want to be villainous. I want to drop the I because I think the I in front of villainous really messes everybody up. But um, yeah, I put the I in front just to be like a little quirky. But villainous came from an ex. Not the argument over the phone insult. Like you that's Yeah, he was like, you know, you make everybody think like you're da 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 and you're not. You're the villain. You're not the victim. You're the villain. And I was just like, Oh my God, I like that. I am the villain. <laughs> it's funny now, 
But like in the moment, I'm like, damn, that's foul to say that to somebody over the phone. A but shout like, out to you. We can never date again, but thank you so much for um, incorporating. <laughs> yeah, you know, hell yeah. Shout out to you for taking that shit and, and spinning the hell out of it. Cause that I works. definitely spent it. And I wasn't the villain, just to be clear. Was yeah, not no, the no, villain. no, that's fair. No, and to be honest, you know, the way you describe yourself is one of the things that I enjoyed the most. It's not filtered. You do say what's on your mind. You give your opinion. You're straight up about shit. But it is never mean spirited. Like, that's the thing that... That's the thing that, like, sets it apart for me because a lot of times, especially in media and social media, people who are, quote-unquote, just being honest or just giving their opinions are often just being... Nasty. Assholes to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're not being cool to people. You don't have to be nasty to people. Um, And I'm very cautious about that, too. Like, -hmm. I can say my ideas and my thoughts unfiltered, but you can be unfiltered and also respect people and, like, show love and, like, support for other things. Like, it may not be for me. That's you. Right. But this is how I feel in reference to that. And it's never offensive at all. So, And as someone who's viewed your stream a lot, like, I... I can vouch for that. Like I've watched a lot of time and it's like, <laughs> it's never mean spirit. And it's like, that's, that, that's one of my favorite things about it is that it, right. it, it can still be wild, but it's not disrespectful. And that's dope. Nah, no, 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 no. So one of the other things that I've spoken to with, with, with other creators about is this kind of uh, back and forth uh, about kind of being described as a streamer versus a content creator. Um, mm. Do you, do you have any strong feelings about that? Do you feel any kind of way about that? Um, Okay, so yes, I feel like streamers are, ooh, now this is going to get offensive. Content creators do more work. Okay. The energy and the effort that you put into a content creating, promoting, and just like doing certain stuff versus a streamer who is like more a gamer, right? So when you stream, you're going to do like gaming content and things to that nature. Um, Mm. There's a lot of aspects that are included in content. Like I would be more going towards the content creator side because of the work ethic that I put into like my content. Like you get a whole bunch of different avenues when you go to my stream versus, or when you go to my content, like if you look at my socials or if you look at um, what I do on stream and stuff like that, you get different things. Whereas let's think of like somebody who is a call of duty streamer, Mm -hmm. you solely get call of duty. You get right. Call of Duty content. You get Call of Duty Instagram posts. You get Call of Duty Twitter posts. That is a streamer. You stream Call of Duty. You right. are solely in that lane. And people right. who play games like that and you're solely talking about gaming and stuff like that, you are a streamer. People who include lifestyles and um, things that are going on and like things to that magnitude, you are a content creator. You gotcha. are creating content and you're involving your life inside of that content. And I think content creators have to work harder than streamers because a lot of streamers just come on the game and and hit it and join the lobby and boom, you're in there. For right. me, sometimes I can't go live because I'm like, I don't even have anything to talk about. Fuck the game. I don't right. know what I can possibly like say to you guys today in order for me to like go live right now. What am I going to do? You know, okay. Um, right, and I right. think that's a content creator like plateau. Like I don't sit there and play the game, and I'm quiet. I'm asking people how their day is. I'm telling y'all about my day. I'm talking about whatever's going on in pop culture, social media, anything. Like we're on it. You feel me? We right. watch TV shows together. Um, they, we talk about stuff that's going on on like social media, whether it be like the Meg the Stallion issues or in, like we 
get into it. Whereas if I'm just solely going to get on NBA 2K and play that game and just like, I'm a streamer. You stream video games. You're not necessarily talking about like how your day was or anything like that. You're going to play the game and you're going to get off. That's it. Right, right. I don't know that that's just. I, I don't even know that that's disrespectful. That's just a description. No, it's of just it's two just the lane. Of, right, yeah, right. it's just the lane, and it's not a disrespect type of thing. I, and I never see it like that. It's just like it is what it is. Like right, that's what you do. It's just a title that people want to low key like harp on. Like I'm a content creator. Like, but you don't do the work as a content creator. Like you just solely play like one game, get on, get off type of thing. And then you want the title of something just to seem as if it's, but you don't need it. And, and actually that was even a slightly different angle from some of the discussions that I've heard, which is dope because like, I, I like hearing that nuance. There are people who I've heard don't necessarily want to be called content creator because they think Mm. it kind of commodifies it like it's just like Mm -hmm. it's just about trying to make some money and just about putting a product out there and not really caring about the community right or the stuff that you put out and that's the thing too and so it's interesting to hear like how different people view that discussion because it seems like it's going Mm -hmm. in a number of different directions and so it's yeah that's interesting and and yeah i i can't imagine anyone would see see any of that as a as a sign of disrespect. That's that's pretty dope. Right. And you actually answered my next question. So dope. We can move <laughs> on. I'll ask this in two parts because th- that way it'll, it'll save okay. a little bit of time. The first part of this question is, what do you enjoy most about what you do? And then on the opposite side of that, what's what's the most challenging part? What's the part you find most difficult or, or, or frustrating? Starting with the most difficult part is um, I do love video games and I love to go live and I use my video game play as a proxy to start conversations for other things whether Mm -hmm. the game brings something up or um something's happening where we can kind of like talk about it or i'm like kind of discussing how i feel about it like that's my mojo as far as like um playing certain games i kind of give like a different aspect on certain things as far as games are concerned Mm -hmm. so the difficult thing is finding things within i have to sometimes separate my channel from the things that i want to do And the reason being is sometimes in my head, I get too involved in, uh, is the stream going to like this? Or are y'all really going to watch me play this? Or stuff like that, like GTA. I don't know if you've ever watched me play like a GTA stream. I have. I get very insecure about doing GTA streams because there's a dissociation between my chat and me at that moment. I play with my cam off. I'm immersed as that character. I talk back and forth, but it's not the same thing. You can't see my facial expressions and stuff like that because I'm telling a story of like what's going on there. And for certain people, they love that. They love seeing like the hood aspect and like all these things that are going on. And other people are like, we have the face cam. I want this because that's what they're used to when they come to my channel. Like, where's the right. face cam? Where's the where's this? Where's that? Where's this? Where's that? Because, you know, lo and behold, being pretty is an aspect of people wanting to watch you play games. So sure. um, I get very insecure about doing streams like that just because I know that's like something like in the insecurity of just keeping the fan base happy. Like, I got to keep y'all happy somehow. I got to figure out, like, what I'm going to do in order to make sure that you guys are entertained or whatever it is. That becomes 
a tad bit stressful because I don't okay. I have um I have a pleasing type of aura like I want you guys to enjoy watching me and things of that magnitude again I always say I'm a twitch hot girl which also has an underlining I'm a variety streamer so I'm gonna play what I want to play you right. know what I mean and either y'all gonna be here for me playing it or so right. You know, when you get wrapped up in the follower count and like things like that, and you look at that aspect and you look, use that as your terms of whether or not you're succeeding or failing, those become like really, really hard things. Like, damn, I only stream for like 10 people or, you know what I'm saying? Or I only, yeah. when you, you get wrapped up in that and you think about, damn, I was playing like this other game. I had like 52 people in here and now I got 10 for GTA. But what did you enjoy? Those things become like an aspect of, what am I doing it for? And you have to mm. ask that question often. Like, what's the goal? Like, what am I looking for? Type of thing. Right. Um, and sometimes those are hard pills to swallow because sometimes being honest, you are doing it because you want to make an income. You are doing it because you want the viewership. You are doing it because of X, Y, Z. And then other times it's like, if I don't love it, I'm already doing a job I don't love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> let's not do two. Yeah, and no, then, I got you. Uh, I'm sitting here pulling my hair out to try and satisfy the masses here and satisfy the masses in corporate America. Like, no, we're not going to do that. So, yeah. No, I get that. I feel like that's a perfect description of that challenge and mm -hmm. that struggle. I ain't going to come on stream and be doing shit I don't want to do. So I don't want to do. Not. I'm already doing it. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, the hell with that. <laughs> uh, okay, so so on the flip side of that, what's, what's, what's your favorite thing about it? The influence. A lot of people don't know how influential you are. Mm -hmm. And one thing I will, I may not have a whole bunch of people in my stream and like all that stuff, but I am influential. When I mention a game or I play a game and I show a game and people pay attention. Do you know how many people got WWE 2022 because of me? Do you know how many people got Cyberpunk? <laughs> even though, ooh, that was a bad one. But <laughs> when I was enjoying Cyberpunk, right, people right, went right. out and got Cyberpunk. People tweeted out, I love Cyberpunk. People jumped into Mass Effect because I enjoyed Mass Effect. I played it. Like, right. my influence of, like, when I stream, what I'm streaming, and how I'm doing it is, is heavy. My opinions and the things that I feel are, like, extremely, like, important to some people because I ain't going to steer you wrong. And my gaming side is very unconventional. A lot of people are just like jumping in, like I need to be able to shoot first person, this, that, and that's it. Where I'm more on the lines of like, what is this game offering me? What's the storyline hitting for? Is there character customization? Do I have to be a white protagonist? Do right. I, and these are things that are important to me when I look at a game, you know what I'm saying? And people then start to do the work in their head. Like we have been a white man for almost 30 years in gaming. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. Not, <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm sorry to cut you off because because mm -hmm. this is actually about you and not about me. But I spent spent so much time Listen. making decisions about whether or not I will pay money for a game if it, if my only option is to be a white man. There are so many games I've just been like, yeah, no, y'all can keep this one. Like it looked fun, but y'all can keep it. Y'all can have it. Yeah, that's that's what's up. I'm so glad you said that because I felt like I'm on an island screaming into the void and nobody understands the power of your dollar y'all stop buying these games where we're solely not being looked after they will stop putting them out they will start to think differently they will start to incorporate black hairs and everything so i did i did a, i don't know if you saw i got gray enix to endorse me to play a game 
the game was actually really fun once you got over certain things, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they didn't take care of us as far as black skin. So okay. th- there was no melanin. The darkest skin, I was still a white woman, um, but it, the, the skin tone was brown. Okay. No black hair choices, Jeez. no black facial features. It was just solely like tone death in 2022. And, and not even to just say just black, it was no really other races, but looking like a Caucasian elf, which there are black elves. We show that we can do that. There are mm-hmm. Asian elves. There are, you know, Middle Eastern elves. There are, we got a whole spectrum of skin colors, tones, everything. And y'all literally gave me a pale skin person. No matter what tone I picked, I was pale skin in the cutscenes right. and everything. And I played it for an allotted amount of time, of course, to endorse mm-hmm. the game. And so appreciative, but was not a fan. I absolutely know exactly what you mean, because that's been one of my biggest gripes with him. Yeah, that, that was not a fan. And that's the thing is, I don't understand. You got to live under a rock at this point to not know about people wanting darker skin tones, people wanting different hair choices, you know. I want my character to look different. Yeah. I play yeah. a white protagonist every time I get. If you give me the the ability to be somebody different, give it to me. Give it to me, but give it all to me. Yeah, that's important. Otherwise, just make your default person male, female, white, and let me change the hair and move on. And I'll let you know whether or not you're going to get my money, which you not. <laughs> what you not yeah because I, I do see a lot of folks who are like yeah they don't, we can't really be black but i'm gonna give them 60 bucks anyway because it looks fun like i'm like you no, you can't continue to pay them for not respecting you and it's nope. and it's even more accented by when you see companies that do put out black skin tones that do put effort into black like i coming into streaming per se mm-hmm. like i've been gaming my whole life but coming into whole streaming life. I had zero concept of how popular Sims was with black folks. Zero oh my God. concept. I've been playing Sims since before I was a teenager. I'm looking at Sims because I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm old as shit. So like I'm looking at Sims and I'm like, damn, that look, you know, seeing in the store, looking at the game, you know, I, I had, I think, you know, really, really early on in life, I bought like one copy just out of curiosity. And was like, <laughs> I was like, man, this feel like some, some white people stuff. Like, I don't know if I it's want. It's not. It is really not. Twitch taught me that there's an entire black community that is passionate about The Sims. When I tell you I had my mom into Sims, the neighbor, the neighbor's daughter, that like we all had Sims. Like they would come over to our house and we'd just be hanging out and they'd just get on the computer and be like, I'm gonna just build a house real quick. And this is talking about Sims 1, like cel-shaded, like regular like Sims is so, I don't play Sims as often now because I feel like they divvy away from, they give us stuff and then they take stuff back. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, um, okay. Because if I could do something extraordinary in the last game and then in this game, you're like, mm, can't do it like that. Now I'm going to be upset <laughs> and now I don't want to play you. But do I have the copy? Absolutely. <laughs> is Sims EA? I'm trying to remember if they It is. It is EA. And they're a big fan of giving you and then taking away. I think there are a lot of companies that do that kind of like feature this time, not not feature this time. Like, and I know that they, they're trying to find new ways to get people to keep buying stuff. So it's like, I kind of begrudge them, but a little bit, but they're kind of mm-hmm. like, I, but I understand you got to try to make some money somehow. So I kind of get it, but mm-hmm. I will give them props for this. The, 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 the way in that they recognized how popular they were with the black community and the way they, they decided to pivot on that and partner with members of the black community to add stuff to the game. 
it took them a, it took them too long though. I'm not going to give them a clap on the back for that. It got too loud where they couldn't ignore it. Uh-huh. The work that Mira was doing in that community, the work that Ebonics was doing in that community, like those content create, like I known about them been downloading their content sure. for years before mm-hmm. I even like knew them in a platform of like I don't I don't I didn't really watch streams until I became right, a streamer. Right, right, that right. was my thing. But even before then, like I knew about them downloading their content, their black skins, their black hairs, their black like they literally had to put time in. and at the time they were doing it for free. They weren't even getting a profit off of it. And it was just like, why can two people with no degree and no be in tune with like, we need this in our game and y'all over there making way more money and doing way more stuff, sitting in your big houses and y'all don't do what y'all supposed to do as far as us are concerned. Tone deaf. And they took too long. Took entirely too long. Um... And I'm not going to give you a clap on the back for things that should. And that's something that we do. Like, oh, y'all finally doing the work. Y'all finally getting dark dark skin. We didn't just get dark skin people. (laughs) We didn't just get, I'm not going to commend you for now implementing 45 different shades of your makeup because we've had these shades all along. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys should have been doing the work. So. Yeah. And I noticed that, you know, I, I, I guess this would come without this would go without saying. Like I do see <clears throat> enthusiasm and 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 positive commenting from those crit like Mira and and Ebonics. Like, but also that I guess I shouldn't be surprised by that. Like you you want to be recognized for that and you want people to be excited that it's there. So I I absolutely get that enthusiasm coming from their camps. And that's primarily where like I fed off most of that because I haven't been following No, nah, they've been killing it. Our beards. Our braids, our afros, our kinks, our naps, our baggy jeans. Like, mm-hmm. I used to have some Sims that look like the daddies off the corner who be, you right. know, selling the father. Like, and I, I could do that in Sims thanks to them. You know what I'm right. saying? Not thanks right. to EA. Right, right. Well, I feel like that's the same thing when we're looking at uh, GTA RP because I feel like mo- a lot of the RP servers, like, it's a lot of people doing a lot of work that, like, Oh, absolutely. Rockstar don't but give a now shit about doing that. Because of Sims, now they know you will pay me for my work. Yeah, You will absolutely. pay for, you know what I'm saying? Instead yeah. of it being yeah. like, oh, well, I'll just put this out. And it's like some people put stuff out in the open for free and like things sure. like that. But now it's like, you will pay me for what I deserve because it's a lot of work. It's absolutely. a lot of work. A lot. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. You know this. I mean, you've been around streamers and streamer communities. You actively build your own communities as Correct. a subset of the internet. How would you describe your community and what makes them special to you? I call them the Naughty Gang. So the name implies in itself. It is a place where people can come and speak openly and freely as long as they're not, of course, disrespecting anybody else. But mm-hmm. you can literally like take your take your clothes off and come enjoy yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be right. free. Your opinions, your, your, your thoughts, your everything matters. As long as it's of course, respectful to everybody. They nasty. They come in there. <laughs> we get drunk. We twerk. We laugh. They talk about nasty stuff. Like we get crazy. Um, 18 and plus community all the time. Please don't come in there underage. But you know what I'm saying? Like, is this a vibe? You know what I'm saying? Where people can be free in order to, and we talk about real stuff too. 
um, relationships and like how difficult that is and dating and things like that. So it, it, it is a whole, it's a lifestyle. It's not just like stream this, stream that. We literally have like a complete lifestyle going on with us. You have a segment called Boyfriend Applications. Okay. I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen, mm-hmm. a, you know, I've seen a couple and, and I've kind of watched some follow up. Actually, I think that segment's very funny. It's very fun. Can you tell us a little bit about that segment? Like, what spurred that? Where did that come so, from? So, if you follow me and you watch me, you know my stream is very male-dominated. I am looking for more feminine energy. Women, we are looking for you. But a lot of dudes tune into my stream. My DMs are often very flooded with, like, certain things. And it's just, that's the energy of the channel with the boyfriend application, it's just kind of like a fun twist. We watch so many shows like Chance of Love and like all these dating shows where people were looking to like kind of jump into something. So one of my moms was just like, you should open up an application and just have people apply just as like a funny thing. And the scary part is everybody's not taking it as a joke. <laughs> oh, no. Everybody's oh, no. Kind of, like, I've had to tell a couple of people like, Hey, we're kind of like this. You went too real into this application. I need you to redo this. Oh my goodness! I need okay. you to. I need you to redo it, okay. and then we'll we'll get that situated. But with the boyfriend application, it's just like a parody. Like okay. I'm kind of like almost like the Bachelorette, where all these guys are kind of like applying. No pictures, no anything else. Just solely like what you wrote in this application, and then we pull three applications, and I go for the person who would be the best candidate to go on a date with or be a boyfriend or anything to that magnitude. But we're also reading for the funniness in it. Like we're looking for you to kind of like give us that energy, that quirky energy and give me something to talk about, you know? It's just a follow up to that piece of it. Mm -hmm. If there's a line of demarcation, do you lean more on the side of making a decision based on someone you feel is theoretically a closer match to you? Or do you side on what's funnier or what's more entertaining? A little of both. I'm never really going to reveal what I want, want, because (laughs) people are weird. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But I do a little of both. So if your application is like highly, highly sexual and not really leaning on the side of boyfriend energy, of course, that's not it because we want a boyfriend. We're not looking for a sex partner at this moment. So it's kind of like, one, you got to follow the rules and make sure like you're paying attention to what you're doing. And then two, it's the energy behind it. Like, I am really getting into it and I'm reading in between the lines of like some of the answers and stuff like that and playing with it with the chat. Cause that's what I do if I'm on the dating app. I read in between the lines. I kind of figure out certain things and I'm kind of just like, eh, swipe left, swipe right. So it's the same energy. You know what I'm seeing? And I'm doing this without seeing any pictures or anything. It is completely anonymous. I don't want you to put your name. So if you were to do it, do not put Tony in it. Make up a complete different name and like make it completely unbiased. Yeah, no, you know what? If I did it, Tony would actually be in there because it's not my real name. (laughs) (laughs) But I would know you're Tony. So it would be like, you you know, I would want something completely different in there because, yeah, because I don't want any indication of like who this is. So I can be biased and be like, oh, well, you know, this will be da 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 da. (laughs) Listen, if I was going to do that, A, yes, it would be a thousand percent anonymous. And B, I would be doing that shit at the public library because let me tell you. If my wife got wind of me filling out a boyfriend application on the fucking internet, oh my God, yo. (laughs) But yeah, and it's up to you if you want to reveal yourself so far. I picked two winners and neither one of them have wanted to come forward with who they are. 
it was up to you. Okay, that that actually clears it up. It helps me understand mm-hmm. like the thought process. And I love the fact, even with fake names, I love the fact that you do things without photos. Yeah, it creates a bias. Right. It either skews the decision making or it can turn into a thing. With the chat too and make it toxic. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now I did think about doing like a some sort of e-date with them mm-hmm. on stream. Even if it's just me dressed up and they'll just you can just hear their voice and then I pick like the overall winner. But just something that we're kind of finagling with. Okay, so um uh, we can jump into some things that aren't necessarily so, you know nuts and bolts about it um okay. uh i i call this one tricks of the trade and you can either be like yeah i'll tell you or if i tell you i have to kill you that's fine okay um <laughs> what is your what is your favorite streaming tool or process i network um i'm in people's dms i'm talking i'm you know meeting people and like getting ready to so the tool that i use is my mouth <laughs> the tool that I use the most is my mouth. I've always been very social. I've always been like out there, like trying to get to know people and stuff like that. Never afraid to reach out and slide in your DMs and say, you know, what's up, or I appreciate you, or anything to that magnitude, or just to check in and see how you're doing. Um, so with that, you build connections that are like extremely strong with like getting the things that you need out there. Um, right, right. And I think that's like one of my strengths as far as like streaming is concerned is me like just talking like you got to be able to talk. And that's quite literally a streaming tool is your 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 voice. I'd be trying to tell them to communicate. You're talking. That is absolutely um, an integral tool of streaming. So you, know, <laughs> you hit the nail on the head there. If mm-hmm. you were made grand irremovable dictator of the streaming world, what what would you do to remake it? I would remove all celebrities from aspects of like Twitch and things of that magnitude. Um, I think it is a complete disservice that you already Mm -hmm. have the clout and the, the marketing tools to reach masses. And then you come on this platform and then you have the folks out here subbing and doing all that stuff just because you know they would. You could build your own website. You can do this on tpain.com. Sorry to call you out, tpain, but you <laughs> go on tpain.com and have them watch you stream on there. Why come to Twitch where people don't have the same marketing tools that you do and don't have the same reach and the same advantage and then come and be the big dog here? It makes no sense to me. Same thing what they did with OnlyFans, where celebrities were like running the OnlyFans. And it's just mm-hmm. like, why y'all trying to eat the little dog? Like, there should be no reason why y'all doing that. And I, I think that's a complete disservice to us. And it makes me like, you can, but why? You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, that's always been a tough question. I've always kind of gone back and forth about how I feel about that. Because I do feel that in a lot of instances, it makes things harder for us. The smaller people. The smaller person, absolutely. And it's like, it's the first time I really, really paid attention to this mm-hmm. this concept is back when De La Soul did a new album on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And I had done a number of projects on Kickstarter. Like, I've done two albums and a children's book. And so I know how hard I had to work to get, <laughs> to get those funded. Listen. And, and so... To see De La Soul come in there and like blow through their 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 target <laughs> in like eight hours or some shit, like I'm like, yo, I understand wholeheartedly that like the extra thousand people that gave to De La Soul were never coming to my Kickstarter to give me anything, which is absolutely, fine. you know, absolutely. I, I'm zen with I'm zen with that concept, 
But it colors public perception as to like, well, if I'm going to give money to them, either whether they have a big uh, label release or if they're on Kickstarter, I know who they are. I'm going to give them money. Like, and it's like, I get like, I totally get both sides of that because I'm like, people understand that they live in a capitalist society and people are like, I got to make my money how I got to make my money. So I get why people do these things. But Um. yeah, it it's certainly that that's a certain that's certainly a fair point. Because I do think it would be a little bit easier if 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 ev- the rest of the pool didn't have to <laughs> compete with someone who already has a million followers, right? And the, and your influence is already so big, like because this is like our community, especially, is just like giving out of the kindness of your heart. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I yeah. always found it so interesting, like like it's nothing against them. It's just like you don't have to. Mm-mm. Okay. I actually I love that answer though. I think that's a really great way to change the streaming world. I I I would definitely love to see like wh- how that changed things and like what what uh what happens. Uh do you have a favorite uh on stream snack? <laughs> no. Um I don't know if you've ever tuned into my channel, but my stream likes to make me eat an edible. <laughs> I get self-conscious. I've heard talk of edibles, but I didn't know that that was, I, yeah. I, I couldn't pick up what the, the, the conversation around yeah. it was. So they like to make you eat edible on stream. Eat an edible on stream um, and then watch me go from, hi, am I villainous to, <laughs> so, <God good. laughs> Yeah, that's wild. Um, so, yeah. They're evil. Who wants to derail your stream like that, man? That They're should've... evil. Yeah, that'll turn you off. That I mean, I'm literally like your switch will be off. Mm, my switch be gone. We oh, be watching the show wild. and I'll be like falling this apart. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I don't like eating on stream too much because I'm also mm-hmm. often like self-conscious about how I eat. Okay. And I think my look is my brand. Sure. sure. <laughs> And we definitely dazzle in taking a shot. I got a bottle okay. of Casamigos sitting right here, bottle of 1800 sitting right there. So we we definitely drink. Okay. We definitely All indulge right. in the bottles, but <laughs> that's hey, that's a fair option for a snack. Right. I'm not gonna limit that to food. Whatever you want to do is good with right. me. It's been, I, I'd have to say it's been less than some something to tune in maybe nine months that I've probably been following your stream. Mm-hmm. Um so Clearly, I haven't seen a fraction of what has gone on on your stream. But what has been your favorite or most memorable moment on stream? Streaming gave me the confidence to cosplay. Um, So my cosplay streams, especially like a lot of the hype that comes from them, have been like really, really like dope. I want to do more. Um, I just haven't found like the right spectrums. A lot of the times, too, because I wear glasses. Um, I feel like it gets in the way of the cosplay a little bit, but, um, confidence has definitely been like one of my favorite moments because like, I'll come on and everybody's like hype. Like, yo, we've been waiting for you to put on this costume. Like this has been like a dope energy. Um, my, and then the ideas that we've just been coming up with my mod team is definitely like one of a kind. Um, they know I can do it and they just give it to me. Um, lately we've been doing the boyfriend applications that's been lit. Um, our Hooters event was like really, really fun. A lot of people were interactive in it on my birthday. 
we pretended to be a Hooters restaurant and I was the waitress at the Hooters and I was just like in there just basically taking orders from people who were in the stream and stuff like that. I had a channel point for it and that was lit. Like we had a dope time doing that. Um, so those are my favorite moments, just like things that I know other streamers really doing. Um, and that's why I don't call myself a streamer all the time. I do provide content. You know what I'm saying? You go back and look at that VOD. It's like <laughs> I had a country music playing. I had like all this stuff going on and like whatever. So I have a lot of respect for you, Thank for your you. guys' ability to be able to put things like that together. Um, I don't know if it's jumping inside or outside of yourself, but I do know that like, <laughs> you know, deciding to be like a Hooters waitress for a day and having a whole bit around it for the stream is, is, mm-hmm is amazing it's it was fun it's not only funny but it's it's fun it's engaging you know what i mean it's it's it hits all of the markers for making a great stream so like yeah i i really respect that and i'm 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 impressed by stuff like that thank you i appreciate that i'm on board with whatever you don't want to share but do you have uh do you have any preferred way to relax or spend your downtime when you're not streaming i smoke a blind Okay. <laughs> I smoke a blunt. I also hang out a lot of the times in my Discord. Um, and we are in there just like watching shows and like there's some um shows that are not safe for work. Fair um enough. that I can't do on there. Right, like we right, did right. Jocelyn's cabaret. Um, that's why a lot of the do it like it's my B day and like a lot of those things are influenced because people who were in Discord, I had think I had a lobby of like twenty people. We was all in there were just watching Jocelyn's cabaret at one point. It's good to hear where some of that stuff originates because, like, yeah. you know, sometimes you you don't have all the pieces, so you don't always know, like, where stuff started or where what influenced what. So it's nice to hear hear where those things come from. In terms of the games, it's hard to do one. So, like, I'm certainly not trying to limit you to one. But mm-hmm. in a general sense, what is your most loved or favorite game of all time? Mass Effect, without okay. a doubt. Um, Since I have beat Mass Effect, I've low-key been, like, lost, like, Mass Effect was just like, I'm going to get on, I'm going to get some Mass Effect and we're going to be there. And we were in there deep. Like we were in the trenches, like getting the stories out and like doing everything. I made sure I did every mission, every side quest, every everything, talked to all the people. Like Mass Effect is my favorite game of all time, hands down. And when I beat it, I felt empty. Like, I don't think I streamed for like a week because I'm like, I don't really know what to do. Like, <laughs> I miss it. Like, and I, I miss it till this day. I've been contemplating about going back to Andromeda. I think the space has been like so far, so far gone. Like, I'm just like, damn, like maybe I missed that mark. But playing all three of those games all over again from the start to finish and like picking choices and like seeing where certain things go with romances and all that, that was such a joy for me. And it's so immersive. Like you get into the story. I was attached to characters and like this Mass Effect all the way. I love that. I love that. That's dope. I love not only that you have a favorite because I know it's hard for people because like with all the games that come out throughout time, it's hard Mm -hmm. for people to just be like this one game. But I love hearing, you know, when someone has like a particular love for either gaming in general or a specific game. I really enjoy that. That's dope. What game would would you be just fine if you never heard from again? Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) that's what's up that's fair you know the funny thing about that is that i was a call of duty player Mm -hmm. and coming out of playing call of duty has been like the most freeing experience in terms of gaming because it's like i'm someone who's hyper competitive 
and that game is the worst for so like for hyper competitive people. Like you, if you don't know how to let it go, <laughs> you absolutely should not be a Call of Duty player. <laughs> yeah, I feel that 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 is a game that that I understand why people. Will people let that game go and like if, if it never comes back, <laughs> it'll be a lot of happy people. In an effort to pass on the love and to continue to big up, you know, the people that we're trying to celebrate, is there a black streamer that you think other people should check out? One person who I do not think receives her flowers the way that she should, and she's very influential behind the scenes, is um that so Alley Cat. Um ah, okay. she is a big push for me. Um and she's also like my sister in in spirit. Like we have been friends for a long time. I've watched her at the very start where there were not many black women doing this maybe six, seven, eight years ago as far mm -hmm. as streaming is concerned. And she's been sticking to it and just pushing her stride. And she is the epitome of that. You do not have to be partner in order to appear successful. She has done a Best Buy commercial. She gets endorsements from like so many different other people. She knows how to market behind the scenes where you don't need to be partner to get that bag, where everybody right. thinks partner and then everything just opens the door for you. She's like, I'm not partnered. I don't average a hundred people per stream and I'm still very influential. And that's something that I strive to because the stress to reach partner for all streamers is like embedded from everybody else. Like you got to get partner, get partner, and then this will happen, get partner, and this will happen, get partner, get partner, get partner. And like, it, that's not it. Um, I've actually been following uh, That's So Alley Cat for a while as well. Mm -hmm. And I will agree wholeheartedly. She is extremely knowledgeable. She doesn't have to sit on stream and be like, listen, I know all of this. If you pay attention, she knows her shit. Mm -hmm. And she, and on top of that, even without being partnered, like her content is great and it's entertaining. I can see all the positive things that people say about her mm -hmm. and it's all deserved. She is someone who absolutely deserves more flowers. Way more flowers. I agree with you 100%. She is someone who absolutely mm -hmm. needs more shine. I'll throw a link to her uh, stream in the uh, the description for the episode uh, so you guys can check her out because she absolutely deserves it. Needs it. I got a couple more questions, and then I have a surprise question for you. Okay. What is the worst candy on earth, and why is it candy corn? I love candy corn. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. I love candy corn. You don't have to be sorry. I, and that won't be, but uh, I like candy corn. Oh. <laughs> I, you know, I, I am all for letting people have their jam, but I just cannot, man. I oh. won't, like, think about going out to go buy it. Now, that's not me. But will I eat it? Absolutely. If there is candy corn in the room, I will eat it. Okay, you're not the church lady with the candy corn in her purse. No, 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 no. I don't okay, right. actively go out to go get candy corn, no. Now, to that point, would you be doing uh, candy corn sponsorships? Would you be out there collecting the bag? If they are looking for me, what's up? What's up, baby? Take me to dinner. That's what's up. Let's get paid. <laughs> Let's do it. But <laughs> I will not actively reach out into Candy Corn's DM and be like, you know what? You should definitely. Yo, being in Candy Corn's DM, that shit is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just that concept is great to me. Okay, last question. Uh, this one was not uh, sent to you ahead of time. This was a, uh, what I like to call a surprise question. So mm -hmm. I, I I do that so I get, you know, kind of a, a genuine kind of initial reaction from you. So we'll see. Okay. Curveball. I'm, I'm hoping I get the honesty out of you. So okay. based on your statements on stream, it appears that there's some issue with like Philly accents among other things. And what we want to know is what did Philly do to you? 
they dated me and they were terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. We get to the bottom of it. They dated me and they were my last boyfriend. My last relationship was with somebody from Philadelphia and it was not the best relationship. So y'all going to feel this. Nah, y'all gonna feel this. Don't run. I had to ask because I was on stream and it was like, I forget what we were talking about. It was, it was like, first it was like, I think something inside of Philly and then it became, you couldn't stand the Philly accent. And then somebody asked about cheesesteaks and then something else. And it was like, it was like this list of things. It was like, wait a minute. She hates everything Philly. Like what happened? And I'm from New York. So Philadelphia is kind of like a kind of like an off-brand New York. Like, y'all not oh, New York, but so it's kind of like... <laughs> no, listen, I'm going to give it, but I'm going to give it, like, when I first moved out here, it was just uh-huh. kind of like, okay, this feels like New York, but, like, in 1995. Like, the vibes, oh. the way that they kind of, like, style themselves and stuff like that. Like, I'm just like, this is... Okay. And then, like, they have a different way of, like, talking and, like, you know, they're very aggressive. Like, you think New Yorkers are aggressive, Philly... Men, women, like the way that they talk, like their terms of endearment, it's aggressive. And I'm not used to it because, of course, I'm not from here. So right. it was it was just a little taken aback. And then I dated a couple of them. And I'm just like, oh, okay, no. <laughs> no, 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 we're good. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. I, You know, I'm, I'm glad I interviewed you after my interview with the person from West Philly because then now I have to deal with some backlash. So what's up, baby? Yo, now I gotta do now I gotta do joint interviews and try to you know play mediator and get everybody what's together. Up? No, I dated a couple of Philadelphia men and I'm not impressed. But needless to say, I wouldn't date a New York man again at this moment. I do love their energy, but I don't think I would date a man from New York either. Southern boys hit my line. You hear, no, I'm you hear that New York? You hear that New York? Y'all don't notice too. Everybody, everybody can get it. Everybody up here getting it nope that's fair i have not dated anyone from either new york or philly so i really have no there you no, go. Uh, no stake in this game uh i'm just here to instigate and eat my food that's all I'm gonna <laughs> do. <laughs> beyond that um i just want to say uh i appreciate you i actually enjoy your stream i i have Thank a great you. time coming in there i love the fact that you are so open and so welcoming i love that your 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 chat <laughs> I appreciate is that pretty much drama free even if everyone's being wild and crazy there's not a lot of drama yeah no we don't do that it's respectful and they know my attitude bitchy yeah it's fun and <laughs> and your sense of humor like this is one of the big reasons why i stuck around to follow and watch your stream is because i come in i know i'm gonna laugh i know you're gonna have something fun to talk about i know mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting i know that like i'm not gonna be like why did i why am i watching this who mm-hmm. else can i open what's up? the point like, I, right. i'm actually gonna watch your stream because I'm actually very entertained. I appreciate that. If I'm a laugh, it's good. Like if I'm a laugh, you got me. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. So that's what's up. I, I, I really appreciate you. I enjoy your content, and um, and thank you for sitting down and uh, talking to me today. I appreciate you for having me and thinking about me, and um, I can't wait to see everything. So thank you a lot, and thank you for doing this for Black streamers too, because we need it. We need something. My pleasure. Um, we need to leave with something. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you said that, and I was like, "Fuck, I forgot about that." That's that, yeah, that was hilarious. Um, I'm leaving with something. <laughs> I'm leaving so. with something. Um, <laughs> this has been the Content Cookout, where we highlight and celebrate Black streamers and content creators. Because if we don't, who will? If you're a content creator and would like to be featured on the Content Cookout, or you know another Black content creator you think we should feature, head on over to contentcookout.com and hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. 
Or if you just like to consume and you want to find some new streamers to check out, you can also hit contentcookout.com. We got you covered. We hope to see you back at the cookout next time. Thanks for listening.